Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! I'm joined by Joel and Laco. Hello. Hello. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Let me give you full names. Let's be formal about this. Thank you. Joel Atkinson and Matthew Lacaraza. Matthew Daniel. Matthew Daniel (laughs) Lacaraza. In in the flesh. And we just saw Suspiria, the 2018 remake. And on the count of three, we'll give our one to ten rating. One, two, three. Four. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I only heard Joel's. What was your like? I said four. <laughs> oh my God. Dave was eight. So I'm way higher than and I'm else. four. That's and funny. you're four. Okay. Yep. That's really funny that oh, you I love both it. nailed the, you both uh, synchronized on the low score. That's unusual <laughs> I, to synchronize on a low score. And I usually do not go low, but I like, uh, I guess we'll talk, obviously we'll talk about it, but I bounced around like at a six. And seven for like most of the movie. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, six or seven. Like this is, this is cool. This is fine. And yeah. then that end, uh, like the last two acts, because this movie is broken into six acts and, and an, epi- and epilogue. an epilogue. Because so that, it's fancy. Yeah, the last <laughs> act and the epilogue. I was just like, yeah, I'm not. I don't. I am done with this. Yeah. Like, and I just yeah. like tanked, um, in my estimation of the movie. It was. I don't know. Go that ahead, mo- that movie was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel like it was dumb too. I feel like it was like it was a schlock fest. Like it was beautifully shot yep. in points and like really like artfully done. Like I respected it. I enjoyed most of watching that movie. But what the like it definitely falls in that category of like almost like I mean I liked this movie a lot better it's one of my favorites of the year but like Mandy almost like it's uh, like this is just kind of ridiculous to the point of like it's wink I mean people in the theater were laughing and it was the only appropriate response yeah. because like just didn't make any sense like and it was just silly so I think that it I think um, Act 6 took a tone change intentionally yeah um, I think that it was went from thriller to or you know whatever you want to call it, like serious thriller to uh camp fest and yeah. whether that was uh gracefully done or not I, I think that it was intentional for us to be laughing more than being scared at that point um but okay. but uh it was certainly confusing I, and i have a lot of questions about like plot <laughs> so, i have yeah. um yeah two hours and 30 minutes worth of questions about plot. <laughs> dave i agree with you though for what it's worth, I definitely do think that that final basement scene there was intentionally silly. Yeah, like the the suit that that woman was wearing is, is, yeah. it, is her name Mar- Marcos. 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 You mean the frog lady yeah. or the demon lady? The frog lady. That was so silly. That suit. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, could not be taken seriously. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that and. I'm okay with that sort of thing, but, like, for me, because it was just such a tonal shift, and because, like, all the things that happened from there on, I just felt like did not 
they didn't seem to come from the rest of the movie. They yeah. kind of seemed to come out of nowhere. Like, all of a sudden, there was just a ton of stuff about that guy's wife. And all of a sudden, there was... She's a... She's the supreme witch out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. oh by the way, I'm, the, I'm yeah. the mother. Full confession, I haven't seen the full original. I haven't seen any of the original, actually. Oh, okay. Joel, I've seen parts of it. I've, I've seen the original. It's uh, not anything like this. Oh, interesting. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not... I mean... Some plot points, but not really. Interesting. Yeah. All I remember from the original is, like, in the first ten minutes, like, a girl, like, running up some stairs and falling yep. out a window. Yep. And I just remember the colors being amazing. And I will say, this one definitely gets some points for, like, again, the visuals and how it was shot, but the color scheme, especially for, like, the first half of the movie. The old one was, like, neons and, like, really over-the-top, like, right. electric colors. Uh-huh. This one's, like, those, like, matte tans and, like... Yeah. Browns and and they but they were striking and like really beautiful I mu- I must say and I liked the like just the setting and it was that was really cool. So I was a the high score, which I wasn't honestly I wasn't expecting to be the high score. Um, <laughs> I uh, take that right oh, there, for all that yeah, sorry. I, I was so captivated by the I guess I'll use the <laughs> structure that they dictate by like the first four acts. Yeah, for a two and a half hour movie, the, those beats moved moved along very swiftly, and yes. I was enjoying. You know, it felt very within the genre. I was like, "This isn't that unusual." Yeah. Um, but you know, like the, the from that scene where there's sort of like a mirror of what Dakota Johnson's character is doing to what the woman who's oh being yeah like that was kind of torn apart. That was really that exciting. was excellent. I great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and. Uh, so like from that point on, I was like, I, I think I know what I'm what I'm in for, and I'm strapped in. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, once we got to Act Six, I was yeah pretty confused, and you know couldn't really decide whether I was enjoying what was happening in terms of my confusion, yeah. <laughs> or if that was something that was just sloppily directed. But um, should I again be yeah not, to the left? Oh, okay, oops. That's <laughs> no, okay. Hey, let me in, please. Hey, thank you. So, yeah, I, and I think that my ultimate takeaway is that the movie did drop for me by Act 6, but I just it hasn't sunk in yet to me how much it dropped. Because <laughs> I was, you were enjoying I was like charting, I was, like, charting at, like, an 8.5, um, cool. like, up to that point, and then I think I start. I was like, well, I'm going to go down a little bit, but I, I just don't know how much I'm going down. So that's, that's yeah. what this conversation's for. <laughs> no, totally. And I... This was the first time I did the the scoring while I was watching because mm-hmm. there was a lot of like breathing room in this movie so I was like every now and then I'd kind of like check in with myself I'd be like how are we liking this so far <laughs> and I I was like between a 6.5 and an 8 for like most of the way yeah uh-huh. I was sure I was gonna say at least a 5 as we were leaving the theater and then when we got in the car I was like not for <laughs> Joe what was your like yeah progression um, again it's two and a half hours so there's plenty of time to like go on a yes <laughs> I would say a good halfway through the movie because I I know two people uh, online whose opinions I respect thought this movie was absolute trash okay yeah. and halfway through the movie I'm like I don't I don't get it it's like I didn't I didn't really love it at all mm-hmm. but I was like no oh, it's solid and this is fine mm. And then I was like, you know, this is going to be a six. Definitely going to be a six. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, um, yeah, whatever that scene was happened. The basement. Uh, the basement scene. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> here we go. 
Ugh. I mean, my main problems, honestly, are... I don't think the plot made any sense at all. Uh, so yeah. many questions. Yeah. Who was the weird witch with glasses who was always nervous? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah what was that? The, uh, no idea what that was all about. Yeah, no idea. Um, what was up with her back home and her mom? Didn't I, seem to tie in. I mean, they wanted really. her to, like condemn her mom and like did she i don't even but if she, she was, was a demon the whole time so how could she have even been her mother yeah yeah <laughs> um something that made me angry was um the when when dakota johnson is telling the story about what happened with his wife i don't think the movie earned to have a touching scene like that sure yeah. I, I was like i don't care uh-huh. that whole i was gonna say like question in terms of questions why was that whole subplot there? I don't know. Like, there's this guy, this, you know, for listeners who I guess haven't seen this, like, there is this therapist throughout the movie, and he lost his wife during World War II, and it it ends up being, like, the like treated like it's a pivotal plot point at the end. And it just doesn't... No. So, I saw that as, uh, and it wasn't handled great, but... Yeah. That he bears a lot of the responsibility for um, what happens to these women in a more like kind of like hashtag me too kind of way. I thought of that okay. too. Like, I got there he, too. He yeah. never believed the stories of abuse that he was hearing from these women. He always yep. chalked it up to delusions. Right. And so his inability to ascribe any humanity to these poor, poor about- young women was like, that was like, he was like responsible in some way for this. And he was starting to feel that I think as well okay by by experiencing this horrific basement scene right. seeing like oh I was totally wrong like every detail that it was described to me yes. was real but I, again I, I think that that was not very clear well I agree with you Dave and if it was just that I would like it but that whole epilogue it did I'm with you Joel just didn't feel if it was just that if it cuz I agree it was his guilt that made him have to suffer as a witness uh-huh. and I liked that but then her coming over and like relieving his guilt why yeah I don't I'm not quite following that yeah, part either yeah no. yeah all right so I have two important pieces of trivia about this movie okay number 1 uh his wife that character is actually the character who plays the main character in the original oh, Suspiria. Interesting. Nice. She's American. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. But the uh, the bombshell I have for you is the therapist uh-huh. is actually Tilda Swinton. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, it was the most <laughs> high pitched male voice. Yes. Yeah. And the makeup seemed a little weird. It was weird. Yep. Uh-huh. That's fascinating. Uh huh. I know found. How did you find that out? Uh, just reading on the internet at yeah. some point. I overheard that in a podcast too, Joel. Yeah. So I was like, it took me. I overheard that she plays two characters in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so right when you see that guy, I was like, this is weird. And then later on in the movie, there's a point where you see her, him, from a certain angle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's <coughs> Tilda Swinton. Yep. I like that. I mean, okay. I don't under. There's no point. <laughs> no, there is no point. I feel. I was thinking about it for the rest of the movie and I was like I wonder if like her and the director who I think are like buddies 
were just like they worked on a couple other movies, right? I yes. Think. Yes. I wonder if they were just like, hey, if we can't get like Gary Oldman or Tommy Lee Jones, like you just want to do it, uh-huh. <laughs> and that and that was the whole Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, those are like the only two guys I could picture playing that. Oh my gosh! So it's just like you'd be like you'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> There was something no country old for old men about that guy. Because uh-huh. he was just, like, very tangential to the plot. Right. But wrapped up in the existential dread of what was going on the whole time. Yes. Which is exactly what Tommy Lee Jones does in No Country for Old Men. It's like, you know, Javier chasing Josh Brolin. And he's just like, I know what's going on and I don't like it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I, I guess that's why. I thought Tilda was great in both roles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought uh, the British girl. I thought she was great. The one who kind of uh, finds out a little too late. Yes. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, um, you mean Sarah, the one Sarah, who breaks Sarah, away? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. She was really good. I don't 100 percent know that I thought that Dakota Johnson was great. Sometimes yeah. her line no. readings were just a little bit too much. Like, I don't know. Kind of bland. Bl- very bland. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys think about Tom York's score? Great. My favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm really excited to li- I We talked about it before, and I've been holding off, and I'm really excited to listen to it now because the song sounded great. I agree with that. I, On the other hand, I do feel that his vocals were always out of place in the movie. I agree. Again, I would like to hear those songs independently, but hearing Tom York, like hearing Radiohead play while right. I'm watching, like, uh, body horror, right? Uh, it In- incongruous. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. I, I, I feel like they just did it because they're like, he said he'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't gonna know it's Tom York unless he sings. Come on, do yeah. something like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a, definitely a strange choice. Yeah, for the person to. The old one is like famous for its soundtrack, but it was like a proggy like right. horror. Yes. Like, yeah, not not the same tone at all. I thought the movie was, and I'm the, the last, I'm surprised to be saying this because I love mo- stylish movies. Right. Yeah. Especially when they're stylish for the sake, just for the sake of being stylish. <laughs> but I thought this movie was trying to show off and it looked just stupid. Hmm. Yeah. Just like, oh, okay, now a slow motion scene. Why? Because I want to. <laughs> Also, yeah. why why was it two and a half hours long? It didn't need to be that yeah, long. That, yeah, that's always like you better really prove the the reason why you took a quarter of my day away from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm also like puzzled by why studios continue to let movies like that slip out if they don't earn it. You know, like who what? It, like I understand some movies. It's like obviously like Tarantino got what you call it out there. Hateful Eight. And it was really long. And that was a bit tough to sit through. But, like, you know what? I feel like it earned it by the end. Did I anybody took, did watch I, this I and went feel the, like... I got on the wrong highway, didn't I? Yeah. I should have got on Route 1. I got on 93. Oh, where are you? No, you're on Route oh, 1. Oh, I am on Route 1. It just you're looks good. like 93. Okay. You're on Route 1. You're good. A little flash of my uh, navigational it's, impairment. Yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks weird down here, but you're on Route 1. You're good. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Uh, I just felt like... Didn't any executive see that? And, like, no one got the input to say, like, hey, let's cut, like, 30 minutes out of this. Like, it would have been easy to do. Yeah. I I feel like I could do it. 
and I'm not even like film editor. <laughs> in terms of the like the the proximity of Call Me by Your Name and and this in yeah. terms of, in release, I so I you know that movie is fresh in my mind. When I saw that movie, I was struck by how abrupt it was. Like yeah. it, it's like sort of a, a romance and a, a travelogue in a lot of ways. Yeah. But but it has these very abrupt edits that I found really fascinating. Sure. And I was I remember talking to Jill about that. Like that that's what struck me the most, more than just like the peach scene, and you know how uh, you know graphic some of the sex stuff was. The fact that like it was directed in this like kind of herky jerky kind of way. Like, I was like, this is interesting. So then when Laka, when you mentioned going into this, that, that was the director of this horror movie. I was like, oh, that is really interesting because. It's almost like he made Call Me By Your Name as like he. It's almost like he edited that like a horror movie, yeah, but it wasn't the real one. Yeah. So I and think this- I liked the editing. So forgetting the fact that it's too long, I liked the way that a lot of the scenes were edited. Yeah, quite a sure. bit. Uh, and it, it, so, as an editor myself, I was I was completely drawn into that the the art of the editing. Um, and because plot isn't always very important to me, I, I know that I'm not going to really follow it closely anyway. Right. The fact that it didn't make sense didn't really bother me. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that it didn't make sense to you guys either shows me that it wasn't just me not you know, <laughs> following plot as usual. Wow. <laughs> I think I would have enjoyed it if this movie um, Here was funnier. See those lights, yeah. yes. Had, had more funny scenes because... Uh, the you know call me by your name was pretty quirky and had some funny moments that were pretty unexpected yeah uh, and, and this when it when it was trying to be funny like when uh, the woman like helps out the old old man Tilda Swinton yeah um, oh, that, that was, was pretty funny that was, that funny. was really um, funny Just and like, playing with the uh, the cops um, <laughs> yeah that privates was funny, was funny too like there there's a bunch of goofy moments that I was like you know let's keep the pace moving by injecting some comedy into those. Yeah, moments I guess. But I don't know. That it was helps. very Me Too. I, the whole movie like just yeah. was way marked by the Me Too movement in a way that I didn't expect, and and that was a strength I think. I, uh, um, I I loved that scene where she's helping him out. Yeah, like just the like, okay, bye. Thanks for coming <laughs> to our like crazy <laughs> sex cult. Like, <laughs> have a nice night. <laughs> like, you're just like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's reevaluate. So, uh, Joel and Laka, you were both fours. Uh, I was an eight. I'm definitely coming down, and I think I'm down to like a six. I still gen- generally liked it, but uh, yeah, you can't not deny that there was issues with this movie having no focus and just trying to do too many things. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's it's a good reminder. This is a movie about dance, and the dancing wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going three. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just angry about this movie. Yeah. yeah. Fair. I'm glad I saw it, but yeah. yeah. Solid three. I totally get it. I don't expect anybody to like this movie, so I like, I like, I literally would recommend this to no one, first of all. I, which is a harsh thing to say right before I come up to it. I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five because. It's artfully done. There were good performances. It was visually striking. It was interesting the whole way through. Like, I, I had a nice time. A for effort. 4.5 or 5. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the audience there, you could find a similar split. Yep. Yeah, for sure. 
I'll definitely yeah. be seeing the original now. I'll watch I'm sorry, it. I'm sorry, Bradford, uh, for not seeing it yet. I told you that I was going to try to see it. I did not. I'm also sorry, Bradford. <laughs> Me sorry. too. We love you, know you Bradford. Bradford. We're all sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm really hungry. I think you guys are probably yes. too. Yeah. We didn't have lunch, so we're going to go get some Mexican food. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.